there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSEN. Here we go. Fun show lined up over the next three hours as we are live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. In 30 minutes, Johnny Avello is going to join the program with DraftKings. He'll tell you about some really cool football contests that they have going on this year. Tim Murray, VSEN host on college football. And John Lund, longtime radio host in San Francisco, on the show as we will preview the San Francisco 49ers today. And uh, we begin, Paulie, in the NFL. Well, 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 slick. Time to pay up. Jonathan Taylor, not going anywhere. The, they they uh, couldn't make a trade. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Apparently, the agent was just uh, feeding bad info to these uh, NFL reporters. You can't have... Uh, heavy interest in someone, uh, and substantial interest, and then not get a deal done. So I know we were told that Ballard's like, yeah, nothing's happening here, nothing, you know. But then you see the reports about, yeah, hot and heavy stuff. But the, you know, so there's a guy who's 24 years old who was in the MVP discussion two years ago, and you could have had him for a first round pick, and people, no, nothing out there. So whether it was Miami, the Eagles, or another team, who the other team was, that speculation on my part with Philadelphia, and now he goes on the pup list and he's out the first four games. So. uh that was, uh, you know, that tells you all you need to know about the running back market. I mean, that exactly right. Basically, there. I mean, what have we learned again this year? Uh, there, ba- there is no market. I mean, it is what it, that number. Their teams are not going to go above and beyond that. I mean, they're just unwilling to do so. And I think it's actually pretty fair to say that Jonathan Taylor is maybe even without question the best player on the Indianapolis Colts. 
And even after those comments from Jim Irsay early earlier this summer, mm-hmm. that t- that told us everything that you need to know about what that guy thinks about him. And basically, he's probably speaking on behalf of like every other owner in the league about that position. Taylor could be out of the league tomorrow, and I could die, is what Jim Irsay said. Mm-hmm. And the league will go on, and uh, we're not going to think about it twice. He's probably right. I mean, it sucks, and I feel bad for those kids who grew, grew you know grew up at the age of six. And uh, how many reps did they take <laughs> in peewee football, and then you know into you know leagues beyond that, and um, you know high school and college, and you, you take a pounding on your body the entire time. The best player on their team, they're like, no, nah, doesn't matter, don't care, not going to sign him, not going to trade him, and uh, you know what? Here's the pup list, pal. You're not even going to be around the team for the first four weeks, basically. Sure, yeah. Ineligible to play. And when he gets on the field, I don't, I don't know what that's going to look like for the Colts. The other thing is these reporters can't go with stuff if, if, if it's the agent giving them the information. Substantial inf- interest. Well, that can't be. And if it's coming from you, it's BS and garbage, and you're trying to drum up interest, and there isn't any. So that, that's the other thing with Rappaport and these other reporters. If it's coming from that guy, then don't use it because he's just trying to put it out there to drum up interest when there isn't any. So that's not news, and it's not a report, and it's a farcical statement uh, as well. You know, it's just what happened in New Orleans where they cut Lutz and went with the kid who looks like he's 12 years old and just hit puberty, and, and then Lutz goes to Denver and he comes up, oh, yeah, the, the, the best kicker didn't win that job. Well, you, don't, you, you have a dog in the fight. You're not, you're not objective on this. You know, and then we knew the agent with Taylor's a lunatic anyways, mm-hmm. tweeting back at Ursay about sign your guy and, and pay your running back. What's wrong with you? Well, that's why, I mean, it's so one of many reasons why I love the fact that Michael Lombardi, longtime NFL executive, has been on VSIN for many, many years now. I mean, he came on with us on Monday, two days ago. You go back and listen to it and you get a show every day at noon Eastern, nine Pacific. Uh, and he said, what you're hearing in the media is not what I'm hearing within organizations. I mean, he just, he flat out said it. And the, the media stuff was all garbage with, with Taylor. And I was trying to read between the lines. And that's when we came up with that bet. And I'm like, what would you give me for Taylor to be back um, on the Colts by week one? And you offered me plus 250. I'm like, I, got, I have to take that. I'm, I'm buying what Lombardi is saying. And I don't think a team, that combination, by the way, of potentially, it was, they were never going to get a first round pick. But maybe the equivalent right. of a first round pick when yes. teams could package together like a two and maybe a five, whatever it might take. Okay, maybe. But then to sign him for what he and his uh, agent are asking for, no way that was going to happen, in my opinion. No way. Yeah. Just because the market is almost dead for that position. Yeah. As unfortunate as it is. Yeah. And then you, you saw, well, uh, how much are they going to offer him financially? Well, he'll take less. Oh, no, they're, they're going to give him whatever he wants. And they're going to step up to the play with the contract. If he, Well, at that point, it's just say, get, get it done then. And, and, you know, it's ridiculous. It was an interesting day, though. There was a lot of crazy things that happened. Uh, one thing that was under the radar, Arizona cut Blau. So, again, if, you can, if you've shown anything... And he maybe had a good game here or won a game there. If you have any chance to win a football game, we don't want you on the team if you're Arizona. And I think it was Lombardi who pointed out that if Kyler Murray gets hurt in a game, they owe him like $90 million. What, what happens? So we probably don't even see Kyler Murray the entire no, season. No, there, there's no reason on to play that. Absolutely. That's there's good no as well. That's juicy. And I, I don't well, know. Hold on. On that note, yeah. people are so mad at the Cardinals uh, from a betting standpoint. The, the common theme that I heard for 24 hours was they have ruined Survivor this year. Yeah, I, I agree with that assessment. Absolutely. You really want to, you have to rethink. And that's that's a perfect example of don't don't join these contests until late. 
with some. I totally agree. If you're going to get 10,000 people in this thing, they're all going to do the same thing. Yeah, what, most what, of them. Yeah, yeah what, sure. What, what what if we have and I'm just this is a total I'm making up a number right now. What if we have 42 people split and run the table this year? Yeah. Because they're doing the same exact no, thing. I said it yesterday. I was nauseous. Sure. It takes away from no, Survivor. No yeah. doubt about what they're doing. So the only guys on the roster now are Dobbs, who they just acquired, and Toon, who's a rookie. And and Toon might go much of the season because, you know, God forbid you win a game here. Yeah. What they're trying to do. I was told that uh, uh, a book, different, you know, jurisdictions are always going to be different. One book was offering Dobbs most INTs 250 to 1. Oh. But that's the thing. It's going to okay. be musical chairs, I yeah. think, right? Well, well, who knows? Yeah. Well, what's Toon? I don't think he was offered. Okay. Because he's not going to get enough playing time, though, will he? Why not? Yes, why not? Yes, he sucks. No, but he's think, front of the line. But if I think he can't play rotate. front of the line. Well, I don't I, know. Maybe, by the way, maybe Toon can play. I thought he actually pretty pretty good in the preseason. Okay, well. And that means probably, you know, nothing. Yes. If you stink, you'll start in Arizona. Uh, I don't know what Hoodie's doing. Uh, how about Zappy? From There's a quarterback controversy. They're chanting his name in the Monday night game. Maybe they, he can push Mac Jones as the wrong guy playing. Now they cut him. He had a bad preseason. He doesn't even keep Cunningham on the team. Mm-hmm. The Patriots have one quarterback right now. You know, maybe you go Anthony Brown or Josh Johnson. The Ravens let both guys go. I w- I know my the my Bear- first thought was Colt McCoy. Okay, I could see that. Yeah, uh, because I know the Bears came out and said they want to add maybe a veteran QB as well. More on them coming up. But but Hoodie, Hoodie gets rid of uh, of Zappy and Cunningham. So it's, yep. it's just Mac Jones, last man standing. Yep. And we will ask you today plenty of ways to get in touch with the show. FTM at vcin.com is the email. We're on X at vcin live at Mitch Moss Radio at Paulie Howard. DeMar Hamlin made the roster for the Buffalo Bills. So he is anywhere from, he's minus 285 to win comeback player of the year at DraftKings. He's as high as, I think, minus 350 or maybe a touch higher than that at some spots. How, simple question here. How does Hamlin not win comeback player of the year? He made the roster, folks. He's going to play. So how does he not win the award? I'm just asking. You'd think. There, I mean, there, there, there some... are some great candidates on the list, by the way. Yes, but it goes back to what are you coming back from? Russell Wilson, 20 to 1. He stunk last year. Jackson was hurt. Cup was hurt. Tua hurt. Brees Hall. Mechie with cancer is a candidate as well. Mm-hmm. But it's like, what are you coming back from? Oh, you died on the field and they revived you? Okay. Yeah. Front of the line. Yep. I mean, it, the 285 seems very, very cheap and a gift. If you go back to what are the two best stories we've seen? Alex Smith, who, who had nine operations and almost lost his leg. And the leg was the same as a war veteran, right? And he gets out there and plays well and wins games. As Peter King said before that season, if he gets on the field for one play, and we said he's going to win the award, and he did. I mean, this is you even had the Monica Sella story where she's stabbed by a lunatic fan, and, and you come back. So with this, it's what are you coming back from? Oh, Beckham got hurt. Dobbins was hurt. Trey Lance didn't play. Ridley was suspended. You can't touch this where the guy died on the field and they had to this bring is, him back to life. This is the Seinfeld episode with uh, Costanza and the uh, Andrea Doriak. What, what was the name of that ship that went down? <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, you went down, huh? Really? How about you listen to my life story for a second? That's right. And then he wins the, the people gets over the and, he gets, and he gets the apartment. There you go, right. That's exactly what this emotional. is. emotional, right. Sure, sure. I, I can hear all the stories that you want. Give yes. me the Brees Halls. Give me the Tua Tunga Violas. Oh, uh, d- time to hear from Damar Hamlin. Shut it down. Tears are going to be flowing the entire time. That's right. So, I mean, like, Mechie's a great, that would be a great candidate. It'll be one. Kid yeah. has cancer. Well, right. 28 to 1. I can't make that case no, for him. Not this year, no. No. 
I, what I would do is I would check to see if like you can parlay Hamlin with other things throughout the entire year to uh, bump it up a little bit. Indy Jeff Seeley talks about yeah. that in golf tournaments all the time. Yeah. So um, in fact, I would, I would, I would love, I would still, Paul, if a book would say, you know what, we're open, we're going to take a huge bet on Hamlin. I would lay, I think the best number, there's only one number available here in Las Vegas is minus 350. I would take a large amount of money to the book and say, will you take this on Hamlin? I'm willing to tie up my money for five months here. I'll do it because I'm, I'm convinced that it's his award. He made the roster. Well, they're still going to, yeah, to me, he still gets on the field if he can't have an impact and they're just so stacked the defense and he's buried on the depth chart. McDermott will still get him out there because of the story and what he, and what he had to come back from. I mean, you have to do that. You have, he, he, to, you have to have a heart at some point that, that McDermott still has to get him in there. So if we all agree that once he gets on the field, it's over, well, then it's over. Because these other guys, what, what, what do you bring into the table? Well, I stunk last year or I sure. was hurt. Well, it's, t- it's several guys. You can't, All, you can't the even, whole list pretty much. That's right. Other you than, you know, yeah. in, injured players. Right. Or, or like a Sam Darnold or someone who wasn't even playing and Barry, you know, or had a little, got in there a few times last year. Right. But, right. right. You can't even put it you, this way. It's you, ridiculous. You think voters are going to give it to Kelvin Ridley, even though he might have 1,400 yards this year? Yeah. Over so, DeMar Hamlin? Right. It's, it's like not wow. happening. Yeah. It's like, how's Watson even on the list? It goes back to last year, too. Right. Good, good point. Yeah. 285. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't believe it. No, neither can I. No. Neither can I. Yeah. So uh, up next, we'll recap last night's betting action and win some, lose some. Believe it or not, a team screwed it up more than the Colts, and it's not even close. Details next here on VEASAN. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. 
I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? It's updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes, so you can see changes in all the action. Check out the future events as well. Check it out every game, betting splits, vcin.com. DraftKings has done a great job this year preparing for the NFL season by offering a ton of football contests with the NFL now only eight days away and the director of the sports book there at DraftKings, Johnny Avello joins the program now. Good morning, sir. How are you today? Hey, good morning, guys. I'm doing well. Thanks. You know, um, I'm catching a break uh, being on with you guys. I'm actually back east instead of being on the West Coast. So it's not as early for me as it would normally be. Yeah, very strong. Very strong. Uh, Much easier to get up on the East Coast this time of day, obviously. Okay, so you are... Uh, Great idea here. You're catering to like every kind of better, right? With the... Pick them like the five games a week contest that you have, the Survivor, which is where I want to begin. You have contests that will pay out $25,000, and that's a $1 entry fee. And you have them going all the way up to $100,000 guarantee, and that contest is for $1,000. Good idea here, Johnny, trying to like basically get all sorts of betters involved. That's yeah, and that's the point, guys. Is that you? You know, you have these contests that are a thousand dollars, two thousand dollars. There's not, I wouldn't say there's not a lot that can get in there, but not everyone can get in there, um, and not everyone thinks they're good enough to get in there. So it's probably best to have some lower level contests, uh, let people get their feet wet, and then move up if they feel comfortable in you know in future years. But uh, we want to have a price point for everyone. Now, the big one, uh, and that's what it's called, that's the $50,000 uh, contest, Pick'em. That that's brand new this year. You know, that's for a specific type of better, uh, guys like Paulie, you know, so um, no. for, the, for, the hev- for the heavy hitters. Anyway, that one, guys, we've got about five entries in there now. Um, I think it's going to, I think it'll fill up. Uh, we... I want some Vegas guys to get in if possible. Remember now, you know, for for a Vegas guy to get in, he has to travel over to Arizona. Uh, I calculate that to probably be around maybe an hour's ride total, you know, to and from Arizona at some point where you can, uh, you know, register and, and uh, then go back, put your picks in each and every week. So uh, is it worth it to the Vegas guys? I hope so. A couple of guys anyway. So uh, anybody out there, that's thinking about it. Any Vegas guys, uh, you know, like you said, there's a few days left to get in it, and uh, I hope they do participate. Yeah, yeah. What's the guarantee on that? You know, hello, poker players, advantage play. What's the guarantee? That's a million dollars. That one, the guarantee. Going. Hello, yeah, yeah that's and, strong. Yeah, you're not going against. Uh, you're not going against thousands of people. You know, how many will be in there at at the most? Twenty five, thirty guys. So. Um, I think that's the one to watch the plays too. I think you'll have some really good, sharp betters in there, and that that may be the one for uh, to watch to see what those selections are. Now, for the people listening who are intrigued by this, are like, ooh, the yeah, I, I like the fire. Uh, I have a huge bankroll. I can possibly do this out here in Las Vegas, Johnny. Typically, the deadline to get your picks in is like Saturday afternoon, maybe even Saturday night. But 
the the part that I really, really like about DK's contest right over the years, you still are allowing basically day of to get your picks in? We are. Um, you can you can get your picks in right up until, I think it's an hour before the uh, the 1 o'clock start. Uh, at the 1 o'clock, that would be on the East Coast, 10 o'clock uh, on the West Coast. Uh, and that's the way it is for entering, too. You can enter right up until uh, the the last minute before the, the games go. Um, and this is another uh, benefit for the, for the contestants is that you can make a Thursday night pick and then that's your one pick. And then you can pick four more on Sunday morning. You do not have to put them all in at the same time. And uh, with the pick them, you're also required to take a week off. Yes. There might be a week that you don't like or your vacation. So you, yeah. So yeah, everyone will get a week off and there's no final week 18. We do not use week 18. Those lines are all over the place. So we felt that, uh, we would end the contest prior to week 18. So you're going to have the, the winner, uh, after week 17. And again, for people who want to get in survivor and a thousand dollars might be a tad too steep. DraftKings is offering a $1 entry fee contest a $10 entry fee contest and a 100 entry, $100 entry fee contest along with their $1,000 entries. Well, how are those contests going? How are the entries looking so far? They're all going real well. Um, the $100 contest is the one that is the one I want to push a little bit to. That one is a little lighter than I thought it would be. But, you know, in the last week or so, that's when we are going to get more people signing in. But, you know, when I compared that to uh, some of the contestants, some of the contests last year, that one was a little on the weaker side. So we're hoping we can get a few, some few more entries in that one. Very good. Uh, last thing here for you, Johnny, now that we're, again, like eight days away at this point, do you know, top of your head, biggest Super Bowl liability that you have at DraftKings? Yeah, I can tell you a couple of teams that are up there. Uh, Jets are certainly one of those teams. That's understandable because Jets are a team that's played every year. Uh, and this, you know, going back a couple of years when they had all those good draft choices and Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, new running back. I mean, these guys are, uh, they look poised to make a, they look poised to make a run. We'll see. And uh, the Bengals are another team. So those are two teams, uh, you know, as of now. Now, things will certainly change as the season moves on. Very cool. Enjoy the East Coast, Johnny. Thanks for the time today. We appreciate that. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. You guys also have a good day. You too. Be good. All right. So they have you covered with the survivors Mitch mentioned. Dollar, $10, $100, $1,000. $25,000 guaranteed for the dollar entry. 100000 with the $10. A million with the $100. Uh, and a hundred thousand with the one thousand dollar, respectively. And then this is this is uh, interesting because he mentioned we, you want the heavy hitters from Las Vegas to make the drive to Arizona and get in this. And we'll see what the overlay is going to be if there isn't if there's going to be one. But they only have five people in for the fifty thousand dollar contest. We had dinner with Las Vegas Chris. Who's better at contest in NFL than yeah. Las Vegas Chris? Right. And he was weighing about, you know, do I, but I'd have to drive to Arizona every week. And do I want to do that? So he was thinking, uh, thinking well, uh, one case, it's a, on one side, it's a no brainer. And, and maybe I should do it. And then do I want to make the drive to Arizona every week? But they certainly have you covered with everything in the paid pick em contest. $5, $50, $500, $5,000 and $50,000 entry fees. 
and required again to take one week right. off. Well, here, so. here's the beauty of that, though. Again, you have until basically Johnny said an hour before kickoff on Sunday to get your picks in. So you can, if you want to do this and you have that big of a bankroll and you're good at this kind of a contest or you just want to do it because of the, of yep. the potential overlay, at some point you're going to be able to make that drive. You can make it maybe Saturday night after college football, very early Sunday morning. You'll have plenty of time, I think, to maybe make that drive and get it in. And by the way, if you want to go check it out, it's sportsbook.draftkings.com slash NFL hyphen pools hyphen season hyphen long. And I will uh, tweet that out here in a little bit at uh, Mitch Moss Radio because there's a lot of you know, words there, a lot of language uh, for the radio audience driving around right now. So if you want to check that out, you can maybe a little bit later on today. But I think it's, you know, again, we talk about the ones out here in Las Vegas and DraftKings owns VEASAN, so we're not allowed to play or participate in their contests. Out here, it's 1000 bucks, and they're going to get probably 10,000 people in this one. And it's if, if so, obviously, it's going to pay $10 million. Um, but that's the only Survivor contest that I write at any legal sports book out here in Las Vegas that you can bet at. So this one offers the thousand dollars, but also much lower than that. And we get that from people all the time too. It's like, yeah, thousand, not going to make it to Vegas. Tad steep, maybe anyway for me, but hundred bucks. Sure. You can fire away at a hundred bucks. Oh, they have anything you want. Yes. Yeah. That, that's excellent with the entry fees. Do you feel the same way as other people do about uh, Arizona's kind of ruin this or taking away from the strategy? That so many people just play against Arizona, not with Survivor? I feel like um, the closer we get to it, the higher the number is going to be on Washington, meaning like 60% of the entries, Mm -hmm. and then watch Arizona win the game. (laughs) If they do, yeah. Yeah. Right? I mean, that'll be the case every week, though. What, What if... What if Arizona wins a game and how many people will they knock out? But well, that's, and, and I, I can't see them winning more than three games. How, how many people will truly stick to that strategy? Like, will they take the Giants right. at Arizona in week two? Will they take the Rams when the Cardinals play them? I think it's in week six. Something will happen. There'll be a key injury. Something. Yeah. Right. But that uh, also pop up, too. But it goes back to how many bad teams are we going to be? Are, are we going to have and will there be? Who knows? Houston might be in the running, too. I don't know. Maybe Houston's god awful again. But boy, their schedule is just, I mean, the way it begins. Well, they, I, they have no offensive talent and they no. couldn't stop anybody last year. No. So, and look at who their quarterbacks are. Yep. Uh, today's Major League Baseball card is up next. Good move by a team trying to protect its ace slash Cy Young contender. Thank you, G-Bank. Get rewarded before you ever place a bet with the G-Bank Visa Signature Card. Unlike other credit cards that decline sports betting transactions or treat them as a cash advance, the G-Bank Visa Signature Card can load directly to your favorite sportsbook apps. You'll earn a 1% cash rewards on gaming and sports app loads every time and 2% on other purchases. G-Bank Visa, a card designed for gaming and sports fans everywhere. Works with apps like DraftKings, BetMGM, and Caesars. To learn more, go to g.bank slash vison, g.bank slash vison. All right, college football here. Really good story up on the website, vison.com. And Steve Mackinnon has really terrific numbers and angles and systems that he 
writes pretty much every single week throughout the entire year. But this one is on college football. And Paulie, it's called his uh, stability system. And he's used it for 12 consecutive years. And as he wrote, he's never had a losing system when he tracks it and when he bets this. And it's the first four weeks of the college football season. Now, the degree of winning, it's, it's varied. It hasn't you know, been like as lucrative every single year compared to some others, but he's never had a losing season. And basically, he, puts a, he, he assigns a score and a number as a quantitative way to determine each team's level of stability compared to how uh, they left the team in the prior season. It is one of the foremost strategies he employs every year to find early season value. Here's the numbers and what he wrote in the, uh, in the story. For example, returning head coach points. If you have the same coach as 2022, you get four points. If you have a new head coach, you get zero. Returning OC, you get three points. If you don't have the same OC, it's zero. Returning DC is three to zero. Returning starting quarterback points. If you have the same quarterback as last year, you get four points. If you have a new starting quarterback, you get zero. And then returning starter points. Again, this is his method, what he came up with. It's uh, worked for 12 straight years. If you have zero to seven returning offensive and defensive starters, you get zero points. If you have eight to nine, you get one. 10 to 12, you get two. 13 to 16 returning starters, you get three. If you have 17 to 19, you're assigned four points. And 20 to 22, you get five points. So he has found that a stability mismatch score of eight is the minimum of which he would consider a play for this thought process. Meaning if one team playing this week has a score of 10 and the other team has a score of zero, that's worth a play. But if the separation is not not as high as eight or more, then he would not consider it a play. Are you a little surprised uh, by the returning head coach and like OC stuff? Because you would think the new guy would come in. Yes, it would take time but he'd come in with uh, new energy and a shot. I mean, obviously, it went, it didn't go well and went poorly that you have a change. And sometimes the team would quit on the guy, too. Sure. At the end. I, so I can see that. I would also, you can't, but you can't factor in like a coach-by-coach coach basis here because you yeah. can pick and choose then which coach you like and which coach you don't, mm-hmm. right? Because I think that if you did that based on, well, let's say Urban Meyer went somewhere as the new coach, do you think they're going to be improved from last year? Of course they would be. Or if Nick Saban left tomorrow for... Uh, you know, group of five team. Yeah, that's kind of a different story. Yeah, but we say this all the time, though. Oh, in college athletics, big time, big time. College football, college basketball. You bring in a good coach, you turn it around immediately. Immediately, you can turn it around. Yeah, you can. So, but this is very intriguing with the stability and and, uh, and Mackin and putting this together. Okay, so have uh, you seen the line movement in his first game that he yeah. that he wrote up? Again, vcin.com. Uh, I tweeted it out at Mitch Moss Radio. Kent State at UF, uh, Central Florida. And the line movement now, it got the, I'm tracking everything online yesterday, it got the 37. Yeah. So, but he has Central Florida by <laughs> yeah. his, again, stability mismatch score by 14 in his system. So to him, that was worth a bet when it was 35 and a half. And by the way, it was lower than 35 and a half. But he even thought that that number was worth a bet. Well, again, Wes Reynolds uh, on this network who works with Matt Eumanns thinks Kent State could be one of the worst teams in the country. And as Matt told us, Kent State doesn't return anyone on offense. And the uh, and the head coach left to go with Deion Sanders at Colorado. Mm-hmm. So not to have a single starter back on that side of the ball. And UCF making the big move now to the Big 12. 
And uh, that was something I'd have, to, I'd have to look back, though. Again, you could probably win this game by 45 points on accident. But what is, does Malzahn like to run up the score? Mm. I'd have to go back and look at, at his stops and yeah. what he likes to do in, the, in late in games. Yeah, another game on the list, and he has several of them. We'll bring up like three here. You can go find the other ones, vcin.com slash subscribe. NC State at Connecticut, and uh, he thought Connecticut plus 15 was worth a bet in his stability advantage. He has UConn by nine based on what they have coming back compared to what NC State has coming back. I, uh, I reached out to uh, our buddy Paul Stone yesterday because I, I wanted to bet UConn at 15 even before I read the story. And I'm looking at this, and I'm like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I asked Paul what he would need to bet the Huskies, and he said, well, in the games of the year, when he came out here earlier in the summer, he grabbed UConn plus 17. Yeah, there was 18 out there. Yeah. Yep. So yep. it has come down a little bit, but yep. he, he thought that 15 was still probably worth a shot. And it, the the job that Mora did there last year was unbelievable. That's what I meant by the top, right? That's uh, you're right. Case in point. Yeah, yeah. UConn, one of the worst programs in college football year after year after year. Mora comes in. Look what he did. Right. Incredible turnaround. Yeah. Uh, what they uh, you'd be lucky to win two games. And he did an excellent job. So yeah. and I'll give you one other game, too. It is Friday night. Stanford's playing at Hawaii. Now, this number, again, was Matt Eumann said on the show yesterday, VEASAN hosts, what, 10? Yep. It was uh, 10 at some spots earlier. Opened, at, I think, at several spots, 7. Uh, and now Stanford's down to 3.5 everywhere. But in his advantage system here, he has Hawaii by 17. God. Like, they got a ton of stuff back. Stanford has nothing at this point. Is Hawaii still worth a bet at 3.5? Uh, he grabbed Hawaii plus the seven when it was ready, uh, readily available. Are they going to win this game outright? I wouldn't be surprised. No, I think that that's... Look uh, at, they're on a nice ATS run. I mean, they're right. Look at the turnaround from the just the Vandy games. I know. 63-10 to 10 at home. 400 yards rushing, 9 yards per carry. Then you go, you almost beat them on the road. And you remember they had a first and goal at the one, didn't score, and they lost by seven. Mm-hmm. Total open 65 and a half, by the way. Yep. Down to 59 now. Well, and Humans was making his case that uh, that number is still worth playing to the under. Uh-huh. And I, I, th- I still think Hawaii might be worth a bet at plus three and a half, although those th- the best numbers are. In fact, I might just take a money line to win the game outright. Yeah. Even though I'm late to the party. Yep. Because I think Stanford's going to be just like, like every, look at their win total this year. What, two and a half? They're terrible. Well, they're pounding the unders again. I'll tell you that. But based whether it's the new rules and the clock doesn't stop, whatever it is. But there, there's a nine-point move on the Georgia Tech-Louisville total, which is Friday night. Yep. You brought up something during the break that uh, is worth a discussion here for a few minutes, Paulie. And that is if Cam Rising what plays in the game. No, if he doesn't play. If he doesn't play. Sorry, because they listed him he as the number one play. quarterback. Yeah. If you're going to come out now with legalized sports betting, and if you're going to come out a week before the game and say put him number one on the depth chart, that's correct. And then he doesn't play. There needs to be uh, a penalty for that, and that that stuff can't be allowed. You can't do that. So I think he's doing it on purpose. Again, we just see these coaches don't give you anything. Well, I'm not telling you who's going to play. I don't want to give. So then, why would he say a week out that that you know two weeks ago he said I don't know it could come down to the last ten minutes. Then a week out, he, they list Rising as number one on the depth chart. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's playing. Well, and 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 this was this was ten. It goes down to four and a half. It was up to six and a half, and now people I trust are saying Rising won't play. Mm-hmm. There needs you cannot allow this to happen, and it's garbage. 
And it, it, same thing with the NFL. I mean, it, Josh Allen, one of the best players. We didn't know what the hell was going on that Minnesota game. Yeah. You can't have one of the best players in the sport, and you're getting you're getting conflicting reports about. I don't know. He's not even out there. Will he play? 90 minutes before the game. So you can't have this. Was, I think it was more than that, actually. I think it wasn't like an hour or 30 minutes before yeah. the game. We didn't know what was going to happen. And, and by there the were way, plenty I, of other examples, too, about key players. And, and you're not giving, getting any information we're an hour before kickoff. Yeah, and I don't want the excuse. I, I don't want to hear the college excuse. Like, we're not pros. Um, no way. These are student athletes. No. BS, you have the NIL. No. A lot of, ton of these kids are getting paid. Uh, you cannot fall no. back and say that anymore. That's, no. That ship has sailed. I'll go look at Brian Kelly. He knows. I'm going to really be good uh, and judicious about updating the uh, injury report. And that's for betting, too. I mean, that's what it should be. You can't come out and say, he's, yeah, oh, he's playing. He's number one on the depth chart, and the guy doesn't play. Well, I you think— You can't do that. Yeah, I, I'm—put it this way. If I had to bet on him playing at this point, it would be a heavy favorite that he's not going to play. Because the market here, definitely—the the way that this is ping-ponged back and forth for several days now, when it almost touched seven again, and back—I'm seeing four at a lot of spots today— uh, the market knows that he's not going to play. Got another one. Chase Daniel, Justin Herbert against Jacksonville. Yep. In the in the scoreboard stadium, it said Daniel's your starting quarterback. All right. Huge move. Didn't play. Did not play. Yeah. Stuff can't happen. Yeah, no, that's unacceptable. It, it absolutely. Got to clean that up. Can't do it. And I wonder if anything will happen. Wonder if anything will happen to to Whittingham if in fact this is true and Rising doesn't play. He'll just he'll blow it off, but he he probably won't get penalized for it. Need to take a ruler to his wrist. Come on, heavy hand. Um, up next, who's on the hot seat this year? A fun discussion on an annual basis here on Veasan. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. 
You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Top of the morning to you. Thanks for checking out the show. We are live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Mitch Moss along with Paulie Howard. We'll talk college football to begin this hour coming up in a minute, but it is early, Paulie, and baseball teams tend to change their minds once in a while when it comes to the starting pitchers. Five minutes ago, we were talking about the Mets game today with Senga going and the Dodgers game today with Lynn. Well, neither guy are now, they're, they're both unlisted. So we have other it's starters going in those games. Reyes for the Mets. I was looking at the sheet, not the app, uh, but Dunning's $1.50 now. And uh, it's a different starter for the Mets, as you mentioned, Nolan. Yep. So there you go there with a couple changes. All right. We welcome in Tim yeah. Murray, host here on VSIN. His show is called VSIM Primetime, weeknights at 6 Eastern, 3 Pacific, and also the College Football Betting co- uh, co- Podcast. Tim, thanks for the time today. Uh, you love yourself some college football. Let's begin with the Buckeyes. All right. And uh, the announcement here this week that we had as uh, Ryan Day elected to go with Kyle McCord as a starting quarterback. What'd you make of that move? Yeah, we were talking a little bit at off air, uh, Mitch, and you know I, I tended to agree because the assumption all summer long was that it would just be Kyle McCord and and that's the way they would roll. And then Devin Brown just kind of kept hanging around, mm-hmm. lurking around, and ultimately it is Kyle McCord. But yeah, it's one of those things, and I don't know if I want to put too much stock in it. Um, I was saying this yesterday with uh, Adam Burke when we were recording the podcast, which is you know. The last time is that will be the first time that, you know, Ryan Day's had a bad quarterback uh, to deal with. So I think ultimately Kyle McCord will be pretty darn good. But, you know, unlike Michigan, who doesn't really play a, a, a like minded or similar opponent until November, guys, when they play uh, Penn State in the middle of the month in November, you know, Ohio State in a couple of weeks has got to go on the road to South Bend. And, you know, we saw Notre Dame is, is certainly capable with. Uh, you know, the best quarterback they've had in, in quite some time with Sam Hartman. Um, Notre Dame does have some really good cornerbacks. Are they good enough to slow down Ohio State's elite wide receivers? I don't know if that is, uh, I don't know if anyone could do that. But yeah, I mean, Kyle McCord, we will find out if he's the guy or if they're going to, you know, play a couple quarterbacks. Obviously, they have, you know, a couple manageable games. I know you guys just uh, flashed up the, uh, the schedule there for the Buckeyes, but you know, unlike Michigan and unlike USC, they have to they have to figure things out pretty quickly here with that road trip to Notre Dame coming up in uh, in the middle of September. What was your takeaway from that game? Awful Navy or watch out for Hartman and the Irish could be a contender. A little bit of both, Paulie. Um, you know, I, I think you know. Look at real quickly on Navy. I mean, this has kind of been their mo the last four years. You think about the COVID season. Uh, when they played BYU, they lost 55-3 to to open up the year. The following year, they played Marshall, lost 49-7. to And last year, lost to an FCS opponent to open up the season. Mm. Um, so it's a changeover there with Brian Newberry stepping in uh, as the new head coach. Um, we're going to see some unique wrinkles there from Navy offensively. Uh, even Al Golden said yesterday, the defensive coordinator for Notre Dame, when he met with the media, that uh, he was surprised by a bunch of the, the sets that 
Navy was putting out there. So I think Navy is not as bad as what we saw. And uh, I think they still have a chance. Uh, their win total is around six uh, in town. I think they have a chance to make a bowl game. I don't think they're going to be two and ten or anything like that. But as for the Irish, Paulie, I you know I do think this is a team that is hopefully you know as a, as a Notre Dame fan, and I don't hide it. You know, over my shoulder is a, a panoramic picture of of Notre Dame Stadium, with, you know, from 1998. So uh, I think. With the uh, addition of Sam Hartman, hopefully Notre Dame can avoid losing the uh, the so-called layups. You know, everyone brings up the Marshall and Stanford game last year, and rightfully so. Uh, they look buttoned up. I thought they were they were on top of things. Um, I want to continue to see them improve, and and uh, you know the wide receivers getting open against Navy is one thing. Getting open against Ohio State, getting open against Clemson, you know, is is another thing. But Sam Hartman's the real deal. Uh, he is, uh, you know, I, I know, Paulie, you were talking about it off air. I, I forget who Pat Forty from Yahoo or SI said uh, best quarterback since what, Joe Montana? Yep. Could be. I, or he said certainly Quinn, but yeah, maybe I even think, Montana. I, I think Quinn for sure. Uh, you know, Quinn was Quinn was in pretty incredible in those 05, 06 seasons. But, uh, you know, last year they didn't have a quarterback. You know, Tyler Buckner went down. They had to go to Drew Pine. And uh, they figured out a way to, to get the nine wins, including a bowl victory uh, this year. You know, uh, it, the, it really feels like it comes down to those big boys. What will they do bet- with Ohio State September 23rd, Notre Dame October 14th, and then Clemson in early November? So uh, I think this team has a chance to uh, to make some noise. I don't think this is a national championship contending team. Uh, could they make the playoff? It's possible. But I think realistically my uh, my optimism uh changed from this team could go eight and four to i think the floor is probably nine and three ceiling in that 10 and two range now all right fair enough tim murray our guest here on follow the money it's visa the sports betting network let's talk a little uh betting philosophy here uh in the stanford hawaii game coming up on friday night now at some spots this did open up at 10 i know yeah. and like every indication is saying bet hawaii in this game Seven was out there for a while. Tons of people grabbed that. It's now down to three and a half. So, like, at this point, do you just say, I missed the best number, I can't possibly bet it now because that seven is no longer even close to being available? Or is there a chance that that number was so far off that you can still grab north of three with that hook available right now that Hawaii might still be worth a bet? Yeah, this is always a tough thing, right, when we're here at VEASAN. Um, you know, what do we do, right? Because... You know, we we stare at these games all summer long and, yep. and week zero and week one. Uh, these numbers move, man. And and the folks that are able to move these numbers have been out there grabbing sides. Um, you know, I was on with uh, with Michael Lombardi Saturday morning and uh, you know, I said, hey, I think you really should look at Hawaii plus seven right now. And knowing that, you know, to your point, Mitch, that wasn't the best number that was available. I didn't get the 10. Mm-hmm. I should have. I stared at it, but I was, you know, I. I just didn't pull the trigger. Ultimately, I grabbed some seven. But as of where it stands right now, has it has it moved too much? It's moved a touchdown, basically, from the opener. Um, And and we don't know what we're going to get with Stanford. Um, Stanford's one of the worst uh, power five teams in the country last year, and they lost a lot of those pieces. I think they're going to try to grind this thing out. Uh, E.J. Smith is their most talented player, Emmett Smith's son. Um, but they're missing a lot of pieces. We don't know what they're going to be with Troy Taylor in year number one. But, you know, guys, 
I, I do think depending on where you got in and, and Mitch, you and I were talking about this a little bit off air is I think Hawaii's got a chance to win this game outright. So, you know, depending on what your unit size is, maybe you go uh, a quarter of a unit or a half a unit knowing, hey, I missed the best number, but I want to get involved in this game. I, I do think what I saw from Hawaii on Saturday night when they went to Nashville and and let's be honest, I mean, they 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 shot themselves in the foot a little bit yeah. down in Vanderbilt, gave up yeah. a kickoff touchdown for a turn, multiple red zone uh, uh, possessions that went empty. And, you know, I just I just keep going back to it, guys. Uh, we were fortunate enough to have Timmy Chang on the show, VEASAN primetime on Thursday, guys. And he unsolicited because I didn't want to ask him about point spreads and all of that. He said on his own, hey, we know we're a big underdog to Vanderbilt. We know the win total is only three and a half. Mm-hmm. We're using that as motivation. That team with Braden Traeger looked like they are going to be able to put up some points this year. The run and shoot kind of, I'm not going to say it looked like when Timmy Chang was there, when mm-hmm. Colt Brennan was there, guys, but it seems like it's coming along. And, you know, they were able to move the ball pretty well uh, outside of the run. They couldn't really run the ball at all against Vanderbilt, but. I think they're live, no doubt about it. I think that's going to be an amped up, uh, you know, smaller stadium, as we know. It's a smaller stadium there in Hawaii. But I think there's going to be a lot of juice there on Friday night. Uh, And I I agree with you, Mitch. I think Hawaii is live. Uh, So, you know, depending on what you want to do, if you want to make it a much smaller bet because the number's gone, that's fair. Uh, But I think Hawaii's still got a shot, shot to even cover and win outright against Stanford. Just about two minutes left. I agreed with your tweet that I love the Sunday triple header, and I hope they do that every year, and I love LSU-Florida State there with the night game, but a little disappointed with Saturday's schedule. Uh, Marquee game is probably Boise-Washington, but what do you think of North Carolina-South Carolina? Yeah, I I think this game is so interesting because you know, you you think back to uh, you know, Sam Hartman now being the starter for Washington in 2020, you know, he had all these weapons to throw to uh, Diami Brown, and then he had Javante Williams and Michael Carter in the backfield. And then, if you remember, you know they opened up 2021 with all this hype, and they lost outright at Virginia Tech, which was mm-hmm. kind of a great spot to grab them. A little bit of a different situation, neutral site game here, guys. And South Carolina's lost a lot of talent from last year's team too. You know, their their tight end Stogner went went to Oklahoma. Jaheim Bell, uh, kind of a um, you know did a little bit of everything. A little tight end, little in the backfield. He's at Florida State, so they lost some talent too. You know, the thing unfortunately for for North Carolina, Paulie, is you know Tez Walker, the transfer from Kent State, looked like he was going to be maybe the main target for Drake May uh, out of the shoot. And uh, he's right now ineligible to play because of this ridiculous second transfer rule uh, because he left Kent State. So, yeah, I don't really, I don't have a play yet on this one. Uh, I would probably lean UNC mm-hmm. in this spot. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm curious. I think UNC could be a little bit overhyped because of what Drake May is as a talent. Yeah. Do you have a best bet? Uh, two games real quickly. I think humans came on and gave out Colorado State. Guys, yeah. I love this Rams team. Uh, so I took the points there. Okay. Another game I'll try to run through quickly here that I'm real intrigued about. Tulane is at home uh, laying almost a touchdown against South Alabama. South Alabama, folks, is the real deal. Yeah. Uh, they bring back 18 starters, bring back their quarterback. Tulane lost their offensive coordinator, lost their defensive coordinator, lost their special teams coordinator. Michael Pratt is back. They also lost Tajay Spears, who's probably going to contribute for the Tennessee Titans. I think South Alabama's live in this spot. 
Uh, hopefully we can get a seven, but I'm going to take the six and a half on a Saturday night game in, uh, in Nolens. Uh, I, think, I think South Alabama's got a chance to, uh, to stun Tulane. Awesome spot, Tim. I suggest everybody get your podcast. It's called the VEASAN College Football Betting Podcast. Thanks for the time. Good luck this week. All right, fellas. Have a good weekend. This is Follow the Money on VSIN. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Get a daily email recapping all the best bets from every host and guest. Unlimited access to the VSIN.com slash picks page. Sort by sport, matchup, date, and more. Check the leaderboard to view betting records, ROI, and see who has the hot hand. Pro picks, betting splits, power ratings, dog videos. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Sign up for only $19 for your first month. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. All right, as we preview one of the highest power-rated teams in the NFL again this year, the San Francisco 49ers, John Lund joins the program, host of Papa and Lund, 10 until 2, on KMBR 680 in San Francisco. John, thanks for the time as always, man. How, how are you? Oh, we're doing great, man, and uh, it's always great to talk to you guys. You know, college ball coming up, NFL, it's just, man, what a great time of year. Yeah, no kidding. So I've loved this team for four to five years because, I mean, there's a lot to love. Obviously, the the roster buildup has been phenomenal by uh, Lynch and Shanahan. What, so in your opinion, like what searching for like a weak spot or a weakest link, what do you think it is with the team? Well, right now it's no Nick Bosa. I mean, I'd be, yeah. I'd be scared. And I thought this thing was going to get done rather quickly. Nick talked about it getting done quickly. It, it seemed like it was going to be pretty easy and now he's not here. And it's not the fact that he's probably not going to get here. If I was a betting man and I am, I would say that Nick Bosa is probably in the building Friday. They're working towards it where I'm hearing positive things coming out of there. So I, I think Friday, probably Nick will be here. But again, now you're talking about a week. Now you're talking about less snaps against Pittsburgh, regardless. I mean, defensively, let's say they, they have 65 snaps and Nick plays 55 of those. Normally he's probably going to play 40. And so then they're, you know, and they don't have a pass rush behind them. Drake Jackson, uh, Cleland Farrell, who you have in Las Vegas, he's not, you know, he's mm-hmm. a top pick, but he's not been a big deal. So they don't have depth at that position. And, you know, in 2019, when they went to a, in the Super Bowl, I mean, it was that defensive line, D Ford on the other side, two big guys inside, and they picked up Javon Hargrave. And so, you know, Eric Armstead's there. So, they have a good defensive line, but Nick Bosa just ties it all together. So until Nick gets here, that's a major problem. Yeah, let me throw two other possibilities at you, John. One, outside of Trent Williams, the O-line, I think, can be a little shaky. I want your thoughts on that. But also, like, the schedule, right? Now, on paper, it's an easy schedule. But the 20 days of uh, rest disadvantage can be huge and go against them. Oh, there's no doubt. I mean, it's it, It's tough. Uh, and right out of the gate, you know, around here, we've kind of we watched a lot of Pittsburgh and Kenny Pickett had a nice preseason. And we've seen a lot of guys have great preseasons. But you know what? He's got the resume to back it up. He's a former first-round pick. You know, that's not going to be an easy game in Pittsburgh right out of the gate. And the division is always tough. Seattle is tough. I know the Arizona's tanking. We'll see what the Rams are. They got Philadelphia on the schedule. They have a lot of tough schedules, tough games. Plus, they play on all the holidays, which is difficult. I've never seen it before. They play on Christmas, New Year's Eve day. They play on Thanksgiving. So, you know, it's a challenging schedule for them. And then as far as yeah. the offensive line, you're 100% right. The, the offensive line did not look good, especially the depth. Uh, Trent Williams is 35. They have a new right tackle. They let Mike McGlinchey go to the Broncos. That, you know, look, that's a problem. Uh, Colt McKivitz is unproven at right tackle. And inside, they're still young. Aaron Banks is in his second year starting. Spencer Burford, the right guard, in his second year starting. 
it's by no means a guarantee. Now they got a lot of Ferraris behind that. I mean, this is probably the deepest and maybe best as far as all the offensive skill players with Debo and Ayuk's going to break out this year. And Christian McCaffrey's got a full year and George Kittle, but Kittle gets hurt sometimes mm-hmm. why they drafted tight ends. So look, they've got a ton of skill position players. There's no question, but like you said, it's all done up front. And if they don't look better than they did a lot of the preseason, it is going to be a problem. Are you expecting any regression from Purdy? No, I, I expect him to be better. I mean, there are definitely, you know, for all the accolades he's gotten, Paulie, you know, he, he's, he at times wasn't great in the pocket. He didn't step up in the pocket. He liked to move left as a right-handed quarterback. There are some things that he needs to see. And then he's admitted, too, that he didn't know the total breadth of the offense. I mean, remember, this is a guy that was working third string for half the year, not getting a lot of reps, and he should be better. Now, I know he didn't throw the offseason, but I, I, I tell you, if you didn't know it through training camp, you wouldn't have known he was hurt. I know they're putting him on a bit All of a right. pitch count, but honestly, I expect Brock Purdy to be better with weapons that he knows better. And like I said, I think guys like Ayuk and Christian McCaffrey in for a full year, I think they'll actually be able to open up more of the offense than they were able to last year when he was a rookie and, like I said, half the year getting third team reps. Very good. Good answer. So let, let's say there are maybe there are some injuries, though. But you saw how they, yeah. they, they took it to Seattle last year, no problem, especially in the playoff game, did whatever they wanted offensively. Even if they go through a couple injuries, is there enough with Seattle or if, that they could pass and, and, and jump and win this division in the Niners or a wild card? Yeah, I, I don't think there's any doubt about it. But again, it becomes like every team's injuries. But the way that they play, and this is kind of like an old Seattle team, Seattle and the Niners being rivals, for years, they play physical style. Kyle Shanahan's running backs get hurt. Christian McCaffrey at times didn't happen last year, but it's been hurt. Elijah Mitchell, their backup running back's been hurt. Debo Samuel's very physical. He's been hurt. George Kittle, he's been hurt. So, and I'm concerned that when Nick Bosa comes back, he'll try to push it too hard, too fast. So this is a really top heavy team. A lot of people think it's the most talented roster, top to bottom Philly. There's a number of teams that probably could say, Hey, wait a minute. It's really talented, but behind its stars, it's very thin, and the and the Niners tend to get hurt. Yeah, good point. Somehow that happens like almost yes. every single year to this yeah. team. John Lund, our guest uh, host on KMBR 680 in San Francisco. You can follow him on Twitter. He's at John Lund Radio. Are the players still talking about what happened in the NFC title game and how they thought they had a major advantage offensively against the deep backs of the Eagles, or did they get that completely out of their system like in the offseason? Mitch, I just think they were frustrated. I mean, it, a lot of it was right afterwards. Debo, of course, hung up on one of the uh, national talk show hosts because I think they're sick of talking about it. They said what they said, and Brandon Ayuk on the play was like, I, you know, I was going to be wide open. Mm-hmm. And I, I think a lot of it, even Kyle Shanahan, who usually doesn't go down that road, it was just a lot of frustration because they feel like they just don't know. They didn't know if they, they could beat Philadelphia, and they obviously would have been much more competitive. But, you know, stuff happens, and you got to give the Eagles credit for knocking the quarterbacks out of the game. I mean, that's part of the game. And the play design that knocked it out was a tight end on Hassan Reddick. I mean, that's probably not the best play design offensively that you're going to have. So the Niners have to take some accountability for it. But, yeah, I think right after the game, there was a lot of frustration, kind of spilled a little bit into the season. But I think now they're using it as motivation to get back and get back to the to get back to that game and get back and try to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, and going back to how good overall they are on offense, just like imagine how difficult it is for opposing teams to game plan for this unit when it's like, okay, well, McCaffrey's in the backfield, maybe the best, probably the best running back in football. And then we got to line up against George Kittle, who, what, second, third best tight end in the league. Our, you know, he, when he plays well, he's right there with Kelsey. And then, oh, yeah, we got to somehow figure out a way to slow down Debo Samuel, who's a total freak, and Brandon Ayuk, who is like wildly underrated. I, game planning for this team has to be impossible. 
Well, and here's the thing too. Debo Samuel last year, by his own admission, I'm not saying that he wasn't in shape. I'm not calling him fat, but he wasn't in shape the year before. What happened was you got all these accolades. They, you know, he's great and he's this breakout guy and he gets a big contract. And I think it went to his head and, mm. and he admitted that he wasn't in the kind of shape he needed to be in. He looks totally different. I'm not going to say he looks skinny, but he definitely, you can see that he's lost 15 pounds. He rededicated himself. Brandon Ayuk all through training camp. And I know it, I know it's just training camp, but he's, he's a breakout guy this year. Now with all the guys on the team, I don't know if you're going to put him on your fantasy team or whatever, but he's going to have a great year and he's going into a contract year. And like you said, McCaffrey, not only is he a great running back, but the way that Kyle uses him and will even use him more this year because now he has the total offense from the slot, the type of things they can do every single week, they can just game plan for a team. And Kyle doesn't care, run it, pass it, whatever the mm-hmm. case may be, he's going to do it. And so they have so much uh, offensive versatility that they're going to be a nightmare every week. And as I said, I think Brock Purdy is going to be better. And his strength is getting rid of it, getting rid of it quickly. He doesn't turn the ball over and he gets it to the right mm-hmm. people at the right time. And that's what Kyle loves. That's why Kyle loves him. Just two minutes, John. Do you think the Lance yeah. criticism is over the top? Because Yes, certainly it, it was a swing and miss and it was a disaster. Yeah. But it, they found Purdy. So you have to give him full marks for finding Mr. Irrelevant and the guy <laughs> taking you in an NFC title game. Yeah, I mean, if that didn't happen, we'd be all over him and we're all over him to an extent on it anyway. But I mean, if you look back at that whole thing, I mean, you're coming off a pandemic. A kid played for one year at North Dakota State. You go all the way up to three. It was a massive risk. It was a massive risk, and it just didn't work out. The kid threw 319 passes in college. He, he, he had 262 snaps while he was here. He started two games. He got hurt. He broke a finger against the Raiders. Just a lot of different things went against Trey Lance. Honestly speaking, here's, here's the biggest point. If they thought Trey Lance could play and come back and bite them, do you trade him to the Cowboys who you've played and eliminated the last two years in the playoffs? That tells you everything you need to know about what they think of Trey Lance. They can say all the nice things they want. They don't think the kid can play or they wouldn't have traded him, not only in the NFC, but to one of your rivals, the Cowboys. Good point. Over or under 10 and a half wins? Over. I'll go over. I think they'll win 11. It's close, though. Like, everybody's giving them all these accolades and saying, hey, 12, 13, whatever. I, I think they'll win 11 games because, like I said, I think there's going to be injuries. Nick Bosa is something that bears to be, to, to be watched. Yep. And so I, I, I think 11 games. I think they'll be really good in the playoffs. It's just the last two years, this is something to watch. They've gotten off the slow starts, and they've had to recover. That's, been their, that's kind of been their MO the last couple of years. Hey, John, great spot as always, man. Uh, we love talking to you. Thanks so much for the time today. We appreciate that. You too. Thanks, you guys. Appreciate it. There you go. He's on Twitter, at John Lund Radio. And uh, for those of you in the Bay Area, Papa and Lund, 10 Intel 2, KMBR 680. Also, his podcast is called Unleashed Bay Area. I used to work with John about 10, 12 years ago. Awesome dude. And uh, total pro. And uh, definitely knows his stuff. So great, great, great comment on Lance there at the end. Oh, yeah. No kidding. He can't play. Yep. In yep. pocket plays coming up next here on Follow the Money. It's VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. 
$20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money, spelled K-A-L-S-H-I, and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance, and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.